Good morning and welcome to Clutch Life Daily. Again this morning, I am in the front yard recording in the peace and the stillness of a of a warm summer morning that's going to be a smoldering hot day, which I'm going to do a podcast here, I don't know, tomorrow, next day, next several days, about the crazy Texas heat. But today, that's not what I'm going to talk about. Today, I'm going back to timeless, ageless, classic, valuable advice, information, or things. Yes, timeless, ageless, classic, and valuable. Today, we're going to talk about hard work. And it's very confusing when you talk about hard work, when you call it hard work. Okay, now don't let me confuse you. What I mean is this. Really what we're saying is diligence. Because hard work is in the eye of the beholder. The guy who's out here building a brick wall thinks he's working hard. The subway worker in, you know, drilling out caves for subways in New York thinks he's working hard. The coal miner thinks he's working hard. But so does the real estate agent who's knocking doors and asking people if they've thought about selling their houses. So is the single mother chasing a couple of kids around the house. So is the minister getting up the courage to go up the elevator and pray with a family that barely believes anyway. Let's not define it as hard work like it has to be sweaty, manual, or burning calories. Hard work is simply diligence and work ethic, the willing to hustle, the willing to get, willingness to get after it. It's not always physically hard. Sometimes it's mentally or emotionally hard. It is a timeless principle to ha- have a work ethic. The Bible actually says it in the book of Proverbs. I didn't come prepared with the exact location. I think it's twenty two twenty nine. But anyway, the, the word of God says it this way. The Bible says... See a man who is diligent in his business, he will stand before kings. And if you want to be relevant, you have to be diligent. Uh I just said a thing right there. If you want to be relevant, you're going to have to be diligent. And in a time where everything's done the fast way, the easy way, it is a timeless, ageless, classical, valuable thing to have a work ethic that if it doesn't happen in overnight, if it doesn't happen over a month, if I have to, what the old timers used to say, tarry a while, child, then I'll tarry, I'll wait. You know, there was a song we used to sing in church. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That one. Teach me, Lord, teach me, Lord, to wait. Now, there was a big argument in the church for a while whether that meant wait like I'm waiting on the Lord or whether it meant wait like I'm serving him like waiting tables. And I'd say, you know what? You'd, be, you'd do well to wait on him and you'd do well to serve him. But in this case, I'm saying you have to be able to have some stick that if you do get discouraged, if, 
if you do run into a brick wall, huh? You've got to be able to get up and keep going. A work ethic that drives you to get up when the alarm clock goes off if you use an alarm clock. I don't. You know? Passion. Getting up with a purpose. Walking like you're going somewhere is a timeless, ageless, classical value. It's a tack V. Work ethic. Diligence. Hustle. Hard work. It never goes out of style, my friends. And if you want to be known as somebody who comes in clutch, you can't be known as the lazy one. You're going to have to be known as the one that has a little bit of work ethic to them. I think it's funny, actually, because I joke about not liking to work. Well, the truth is, I just don't like manual labor. I'm as big or probably, let's just be honest, I really don't care. I'm a bigger hustler. I have more work ethic than most people that I have worked alongside in most of my fields. And I would even say right now, even in the coaching field, no offense to all my fellow coaches, many of you are very hard workers and I appreciate you and I'm learning from you and I don't claim to know it all yet. (laughs) It's only my second season as a coach. But I guarantee you this, I'll be one of the first men there. I'll be one of the most passionate. You won't be wondering where I am. You won't be wondering if I'm going to put in my work. I'm going to make it my job to be the hardest hustler on the block. Every single scenario. It's timeless. It doesn't go out of style. My grandfather said, boy, you better get get up and get after it. One of the problems of our generation is, this modern generation, we're so in our feelings that sometimes we are held paralyzed and still and concreted by negative emotions. Move past the negative emotions and get on with it. Get busy. You want to come in clutch? You're going to have to get to work, baby. I love you guys. I'll be back tomorrow with some more timeless, ageless, classical values. They don't go out of style, and neither will you. Thanks for listening to Clutch Life Daily today. This is Clutch. I'll see you tomorrow right here. Welcome back to Clutch Life Daily. Hey, I'm Jason McCutcheon. Thanks for joining me. Um, So today... I'm just going to kind of talk straight from the top of the dome, (laughs) straight out of the gut, right out of the heart of things. You know, I, I, I just, I wonder sometimes what people would do if they took all the preconceived notions, all of the, just the... I do, you know, the things they do, people, the things we do because we're comfortable. Um, We're comfortable where, you know, we have a way we think about something. We have, um, you know what I'm saying, just creatures of habit. If we took all that just kind of crap out of it and we allowed ourselves to live life, I wonder what we'd do. 
I wonder where we'd go if we were not afraid to be uncomfortable. If we didn't just, you know, because you know, let me tell you something. One of the things we do, we tend to just love something because we're used to it. You know, you can't love a woman just because you're used to her. You know, I don't, that, that's the problem with many marriages. I, I don't love Amanda because I am just used to loving Amanda. Because Amanda is ever-changing. She's a growing person. So I have to adapt and love every latest update that she has. Because she's got some updates, so to speak. She She's, from time to time, got something new about her. And I love her with every changing tide of who she is. But we tend to just love places and things and sometimes people. Just because it's habit and just because it's comfortable. It's a very strange thing. You know, I, 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 I run into this all the time and I risk making some of you upset. And I, I want you to know I'm not trying to. But people are this way like even the state of Texas. Me, I'll be like, man, it would sure be what an adventure. <laughs> it would be awesome to live in on the beach in Florida or or in the hills of Tennessee or you know, and maybe, you know, in, in New York City, I don't know. I mean, how crazy. And immediately people that are super like defensive about Texas immediately begin to tell me how there's no place like Texas. Then I turn around and I ask them, oh, have you lived somewhere else? No, I just know there's no place like Texas. Well, you don't know. You don't know. Actually, what you just did there was very foolish. You don't know. You don't have the slightest idea. But because this is where you grew up, there is a comfort level with what you know. You know, there's an expression, I'll take the devil I know over the devil I don't know. I don't want any of the devil. I want a life filled with adventure, opportunity, um, risk. Because let me tell you why. Everybody feels a little uncomfortable with risk. But with great risk comes great opportunity. With great opportunities. If you match those opportunities with a work ethic, there are major rewards. I wonder what we'd do if we lived life just taking the handcuffs of comfort off and preconceived notions. You know, like I, I, a while back I said, man, you know, I really want to see, well, I didn't actually, it was my wife. She talked about how she wanted to see New Orleans. And a Christian lady told her, well, you have no discernment if you want to go there. Shut your stupid face. Shut your mouth. <laughs> no discernment? Oh, God, super Christian. Thank you so much. Right. We have no discernment because we would like to see a ge geographical region. Hey, you know what happens when you avoid bad places as a Christian? You get swallowed by a fish, Jonah. You know, as Christians, we're not called to avoid dangerous places or places where people don't think like you. I can go anywhere and be who I am in Christ anywhere. I can go to the Bronx and I am who I am in Jesus. I could go to San Francisco and I am who I am in Jesus. I could be here in Bartlett, Texas, and I am who I am in Jesus. Come on, take the preconceived notions off. Live a life that is a little risky, 
and a little bit of adventure involved. Come on. Come on, get out there a little bit. I'm just challenging you to live a clutch life. Don't live your life with the handcuffs of, I love this because it's comfortable. You people do this all the time to me with the state of Texas. My fear is, is that that's how you're living your marriages. And I know it's how you're living with your kids because the second that your kids transition to a different age or a different segue into life, segment of life, you know what you do? You get extremely upset that things have changed. Come on, you have to be somebody that's willing to deal with change. We're going to call today's podcast Rolling with the Flow. You want to come in clutch? Sometimes you got to roll with the flow and take the preconceived notions off. Again, I wasn't trying to upset anybody today. Maybe I did upset somebody, but I wasn't trying to. I love you guys. Have a happy day.